Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The legalization of cannabis is important to this campaign. My whole adult life, I've been surrounded by people, successful, creative people who smoke weed and who are dying for this to happen. We're ecstatic that it's happened in Illinois and in Michigan so that we can buy it legally. But why not Indiana? 37. This is an ad for Thomas McDermott, Democrat running for Senate against Senator Todd Young, the incumbent. He went to Illinois got with some people and he's uh, smoking a joint. Now, I must tell you that there could very well be reasons why, as he describes it, this is personal and important to him. There is no reason to think that this is a top-line issue that gets you voters and can get you to beat Todd Young. The problem with this ad, the problem with this campaign is that it isn't focused on where people are. It's focused on ideological purity. That's the argument. That's the problem. And any effectiveness of the ad is blunted by the fact that inflation is so damn high, you can't afford the weed anyway. You said blunted by the fact. (laughs) I know what I'm doing, producer. Ari. That was good. I really do. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on? Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Be sure you subscribe over there. Get the videos, get the podcasts, get everything. Although, uh, yeah, yeah, you get it all there. You get it all there. This ad is a mess because this campaign is a mess. It doesn't have focus. But I want to share the rest of the ad with you. Because uh, there he is in, in a backyard in, in Illinois. And uh, he's, he's sparking up. And he's got some friends there, right? He's got one woman and then this guy, uh, Mike, right here. Physician and designated driver, it says. Seven states and four territories, inclusive of Washington, D.C., have medical marijuana. Prior to the Roman Empire, they talked about marijuana being used as a joint-related relief medicine. And veterans deserve this. Some of the people I serve with use it medicinally for anxiety and PTSD-related issues. Thousands of people I've represented had possession of marijuana charges, messed up their their housing, their ability to get jobs. They lose out on mortgages. People lost jobs for getting arrested. That's not right. We need to do better by legal. There are a fair amount of things that we don't have to make illegal anymore. And people got hurt by. So the idea that people got messed up by it. I don't mind if you change a law, but we've got a lot of laws we can change. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that the legalization of marijuana might be very helpful to veterans who are dealing with PTSD or other issues. Not everything has to be solved by an opiate. And note, I am not anti-opiate. I really despise the people who are, who want to fight. When President Obama once said, uh, you know, uh, you don't need a, a pill for everything. What if you can just take an aspirin? 
What the what the hell? The argument is because some doctor is overprescribing, everybody else should have to live with chronic pain as opposed to utilizing these medicines to manage pain. The medicines are unbelievable. Unbelievable and important and valuable and worthy, and we should be thrilled that we have them in a free society. And yes, there will be some people who do indeed abuse those things. And what do we do? We shut down doctors altogether and we scare other doctors from engaging in prescribing these pain meds and then people live in pain. I find that to be abhorrent. I find that to be the, 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 on the lowest rung of civil society. And I have no issue with the conversation of let's have legalized marijuana and there are going to be people who absolutely benefit from it. I think that the science is there for that conversation, and you could at least engage a very, very rational conversation. You could absolutely do it. The question before us is, this is how you win the Senate in Indiana? This isn't even how you win the Senate in California. What is the value of legalized marijuana when I can't afford it? What is the value of legalized marijuana when your party, well, I shouldn't just say your party, when politicians favored lockdowns and kept me from opening my business, running my business? Why is this Why would anybody in the Indiana Democratic Party, or anywhere else, mind you, think that this is a front and center subject? Economy is number one. Southern border is number two. You can put Ukraine on there. The threat from China is on there. Supply chain is all over the map on there. You being able to light one up at a concert doesn't even rank in the top hundred. And so I can be more clear for those people like, you don't speak for me. I'm speaking for the vast amount of voters in Indiana. You damn well know I am. Stop being obtuse. This is a ridiculous ad campaign. Ridiculous. Legalizing cannabis, you're able to not only benefit the consumer, but the producer now, right? Now we have farms in Illinois where cannabis is being grown. The economic impact that it makes It's tremendous, you know, not only for the state, but for smaller towns as well. You know, I get what you guys are saying, but being in an elected position now, I feel like our responsibility to uh, be part of this conversation. And Mayor, in the 20 years that I've known you, you've always said that someone's got to start the tough conversations. And I know you're the guy that always does. Here's the bottom line. What tough conversation? That if we grow weed in Indiana, we'll make some money? Okay, grow weed in Indiana. This is not, again, the argument. I'll let the rest of the ad, uh, you can watch it, not watch it. It's totally up up to you. It's about how much this ad does not connect with Hoosiers. How little this has to do with what's happening with Hoosier lives. I would argue that more people want to know where did all the Afghan refugees at Camp Atterbury go 
than are interested right now in this moment in 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 as as a top campaign issue legalize marijuana now maybe i'm putting too much on this one ad right it's one ad it's getting people talking about him and he needed to to catch the wording spark his campaign huh huh and so now he's got people talking about him okay well i guess good job with that but nobody who's talking about you other than what is the what is this what is this if you had come out to say we need a plan to bring down inflation here's how we're going to cut spending and that's going to do the job well people would talk to you but you couldn't be a part of the democratic party and do it i say to you that the problem here is that it shows the absolute disconnect the disconnect is real and serious and problematic and they have no way whatsoever of figuring out their way back you know i i shared this earlier this from from jen saki did you hear her talking about masks on planes people aren't excited about masks now not being required on an airplane said and maybe some of it is because uh, there was the video of people on planes on the plane on one plane taking off their masks public polling does not actually show that there is a universal view of people getting rid of masks that's not people on planes people uh, are on, on on one plane people on, on only that plane right look look listen to how she breaks it down of people on planes on the plane on one plane taking off on planes on the plane on one plane because it sounded too congratulatory. It sounded too big of a celebration and people were indeed celebrating that they don't have to wear a mask. I have a friend who just took off uh, this morning, not a single person on the flight wearing a mask. And not a one. Yet uh, the Associated Press puts out this poll that most people in the US want uh, masks for travelers. It's an AP poll, 56% of those surveyed require favor requiring people on planes trains and public transportation to wear masks again totally disconnected from the american people and i don't believe this poll at all nothing stops these people from wearing a mask what they want is other people to do what they want done they live in a world of fear and they demand that other people live in that fear world with them that is not a way to win an election and now that you've got the CDC saying to the Justice Department, please appeal this decision from this judge who said that the CDC did not follow the proper procedure to be able to have a mass mandate, appeal it? America doesn't want it. Why are they so on the complete and total other side? They're not on the side of, of the American people. They're on the other side of telling the American people how to live. It's about hate. But really, it's about being disconnected. You think that the people in your bubble are the people. You don't get out and see the people and talk to the people and share with the people. You don't know them. You don't connect to them. You don't shake their hand. You don't answer their questions. Why would the Indiana Democratic Party make the assumption that a joint is the top subject? That's how you start your campaign?
There are people in Indiana who I would state right now without having the data in front of me, just on an anecdotal thought process, who would benefit from legalized marijuana. There are definitely Hoosiers who would benefit. Every Hoosier would benefit from lower inflation. So now, what should we be talking about? And this is my argument. They missed because they can't actually connect on the things that are moving us every single day. They can't connect with us where we are. So they do this. And it's not that people wouldn't discuss this, but it's that you have no seriousness on the main thing. Illinois allows you to smoke weed. And maybe when you're so high, you don't notice how high the gas prices are from their insane exorbitant gas taxes. What's the Indiana Democrat plan about gas taxes? They don't believe in drilling. They don't believe in drilling on federal lands. They don't believe in fracking. They don't believe in energy security. What's their plan to bring down gas prices? More wind turbines? Well, I'm sold. Go on, sell the message. But they can't sell the message because that's not where Americans are. Americans know that you can give us all the electric vehicles you want. We're not necessarily opposed to electric vehicles. Let's be clear, the Tesla is freaking ubiquitous. One of the reasons I'm not interested in a Tesla is that everybody's got a Tesla. I am not interested. It's no, for, for me, it's no longer the, wow, that's really cool. It's like, yeah, it's a Tesla. Gotcha. Rivian? That's pretty cool. Sorry. Sorry, Elon. Yeah, it's, it's not like what I think matters to you, man. I get it. We're cool. We're cool. It's just, I mean, you want it to be everywhere. It's everywhere. I feel the same I feel the same way about Tesla as I do about the Toyota Camry. It's a lovely vehicle. It's not for me. That's all. That's all I'm entitled to that point of view. But we should be clear that the vast majority of Hoosiers need gas in the tank. The farmers and the entire world of AG needs gas in the tank. And that's not what Democrats are talking about. That is not what they share. This ad is a swing and a miss. This is a sidebar conversation. Not how you lead a campaign. Best of luck, guys. Best of luck. I'm Tony Katz. He's expecting. That is a show that is going uh, to appear on Netflix. I, I, I can't make this up. I would have no way of making this up. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. By the way, is that, that stock is still going down. Netflix stock, it's still like... Uh, Drop, dropping off a cliff? Well, it hasn't gone up. Right. So, so here, here's the story of, of he's expecting. Here's the plot. Over the course of eight episodes, the show will see a Kentaro Hayama and Aki Seto live during a time, live during a time when men could get pregnant. 
Hayama's world turns upside down when he learns he is carrying a child and tried to go through his normal life while being pregnant. Okay. Sure. Sure. There, there, there's, there's nothing about this that isn't, isn't woke. No, it's just, it just so happens it's set in a world where, where men can get pregnant. Sure. And we're now going to ask ourselves again, why is the stock tanking? And you can argue that it's about the finances. You can argue that it's about the money. It costs too much. People aren't interested. Or you can take a look at the incredible loss of subscribers and you can say to yourself, well, this is clearly, clearly about content that doesn't connect with us. Once again, about content that doesn't connect. About being absolutely removed from where your audience is. The cabal at Disney, a couple people on social media on all this stuff. The rest of us don't. We just want to be entertained. You live your life. They live their lives. We live our lives. Everybody's living their life. And you have content that entertains. There's one thing to engage a conversation about the dystopian future. People seem to like things about the dystopian future. There's something completely different about aggressively rewriting the laws of, of, of nature. You see, you can rewrite the laws of physics. Marvel did it in the, mirror, in the mirror dimension. Inception did it. You could do that stuff all the time. They did it with Donnie Darko. But not even Donnie Darko thought the bunny should be a boy bunny that gets pregnant. By the way, you got to appreciate the Donnie Darko references. That's, <laughs> very obscure. That's some, that's some solid cultural connection right there. The only reason you're doing a story about men getting pregnant right now is because there's this, this, this radicalness about the idea that men can get pregnant. When, of course, they can't. They can't. They can't. Never have, never will. I think this is just Netflix tripling down on all the things that hurt them. We'll see how long that lasts, though. This could all correct tomorrow, just not seeing it personally. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. So Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has been pushed to 2023. Uh, wait, so wait, is that... Um, oh, that's Miles Morales? Yeah, it's... Across the Spider-Verse is the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, which is an absolutely fantastic movie. Yeah. Oh, so... All right, I actually thought that that one, Into the Spider-Verse, is better than any of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. I, I don't think that's too crazy of a take. No, I love that movie. Yeah. That is my take. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? That's producer Ari right there. So there's a couple things happening here. Because Sony, because uh, it's weird. 
into the spy or, 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 or into the Spider Verse and across the Spider Verse are Sony Pictures. It's Columbia Pictures and Sony Pictures Animation. It's not Marvel. Part of that weird because because the, the the people at, at Marvel sold Spider Man because they had no money. They sold Spider-Man to Sony. Sony owned the rights, and then Marvel became Marvel, and they wanted it back, but they had sold the rights, and so now it's a weird connection, conversation. It's very, very strange. Everyone's making money. They're happy. But Sony still owns some things. So when they did the animated version across the Spider-Verse, or into the Spider-Verse, and it was so, so huge, it's terrific. So, um... The they also have something called Madam Web. Do you know what that is? Yeah, with Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney. It's um, it's gonna suck. Oh, good lord! It's not gonna be the it, 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 Sony's just like, well, you know, Marvel's doing the Spider-Man movies, so we'll just do every other Spider character and make movies out of them. So they're doing a Craven the Hunter and a Mo- Morbius and a Madam Web, which are all like kind of B-tier superhero Spider people, but like nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted these movies. Nobody cares. So wait, isn't Morbius out right now with what's his name? Exactly, but no one was like, we know we really need a Morbius movie. Like, no, no one even heard of have that you guy. Seen, have, so wait, ha, did you see Morbius? Of course I saw it. And? It sucked. It was terrible. I wasted my money. You're so angry. I'm not. It's just, they. Sony just needs to stop. Just let Marvel do everything and just take the money. What about Venom. Venom was what it was. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It simply was. I like the first Venom movie. I look forward to seeing the second one. It's the same. It's it's fine. Like it's you watch it once and then you'll never think about it again. All right, I, uh, dude. I, I feel that way uh, about a lot of things. Then yeah, fair enough. Have you seen? Have you watched Moon Knight? Yes, of course. And it's great. Probably the best Disney Marvel show they've done so far. Really? Yeah, it's really strong. Really good. Wow. That's saying something. You liked it more than Hawkeye? I did. I Hawkeye was not my favorite. I so so when it, when you know I, I I watched that and I watched Loki. I did not watch Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah, because the word was man, it's super woke. And honestly, I'm not going to listen to Anthony Mackie lecture me. Yeah, and just I don't know. It was super woke, but it also wasn't great. So. Loki was cool because what it, it did in that in that world is set up what's coming. Yeah. Right? That, that's a huge amount of setup. WandaVision was just a freak show. It was all right. Right? I, I, well done, but a freak show. I, I don't know what it is about Hawkeye. Just there's something very, very normal about him. And then they did backstory on Mrs. Hawkeye. <laughs> I call her Mrs. Hawkeye. It was like, it was terrific. I thought it was superbly well done, uh, superbly done, very, very well done. And it's just a, like, like they they actually showed him as aging superhero. Yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I dig, I, I just dig that. I absolutely uh, dig that. Now, there's something, there's something even bigger than all of this. Over there on HBO, and everybody has told me I have to watch it. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even think I have HBO Max. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. I'm talking about Winning Time. That's what I figured you're talking about. So Winning Time is this. Uh, it's from Adam McKay, right? Adam McKay did the Big Short. Now Adam McKay also did Vice. He's done one or two other movies. He did the movie Don't Look Up. Adam McKay hasn't done a good movie since the Big Short. The Big Short, however, 
is so freaking brilliant. It's such an incredibly good movie, even if they don't get the story of the of of the housing crisis perfect. As a movie, as a bit of theater, it is so incredible. So incredible. I can't take it. That's how good that movie is. So now he does Winning Time, which is all about the the LA Lakers in the 1980s or 90s, right? In the 80s, the kind of how they became this dynasty. Okay. So it's this this fictionalized dra- dramatized series, right? Fictionalized series based on real people and and real events. Everybody who has talked to me about it has said it's 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 certainly the mold of of uh, what he did with Big, with Big Short. It's really well done. You got to see it. It's very good. Like, all right, I'll see it. Jerry West. <laughs> He's seen it. He doesn't like it. He is angry. Now, if you don't know who Jerry West is, uh, long-time connection, of course, with, with, with the Lakers, long-time connection with basketball, the imagery of, of the NBA, you know, the, 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 the logo. The logo, right? The figure playing back. That's Jerry West. He, he is basketball. He's infuriated. And from what I understand, he's, he's like, this, this isn't me. This isn't how I acted. Is he suing? Um, I don't know if he's suing, but I think he wants like a retraction or an apology or something. I don't know what he'd sue. It's creative license. Yeah, but if 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 you're you're lying about somebody, um, if you're taking license and and painting them in a bad light, right? Like if 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 Lin Manuel Miranda in, in Hamilton, right, did something that that right, he paints Aaron Byrne a very bad light, right? Maybe there are a couple Aaron Burr defenders out there saying, "Well, actually, Aaron Burr this and Aaron Burr that, and this is what happened here." And you had to understand the time. And what about this over here? You know, maybe Aaron Burr isn't the bad guy that Lin Manuel Miranda paints him to be. But it'd be kind of hard for anybody to get upset, right? This is taking uh, history and and fictionalizing it and dramatizing it for today. Jerry West is freaking alive, man, and he's angry ab- about it. Like, hates the, the portrayal. He wants. He, he's not suing. He wants. Uh, uh, a retraction. As he says it, he hates his false and defamatory portrayal in Winning Time. I could have Winning Time falsely and cruelly portrays Mr. West as an out-of-control, intoxicated rageaholic. The Jerry West in Winning Time bears no resemblance to the real man. The real Jerry West prided himself on treating people with dignity and respect. Winning Time is a baseless and malicious assault on Jerry West's character. You reduce the legacy of an 83-year-old legend and role model to that of a vulgar and unprofessional bully, the polar opposite of the real man. Does that, is that going to change anything? I, I don't I don't know. Right? Winning Time says that the series they you know they've got a disclaimer. This is a dramatization. But the claim is that the letter does the, the, the disclaimer does not insinuate you insulate you from liability. So yeah, there's gonna be a lawsuit. There is gonna be a lawsuit. Which is probably only gonna generate more people into watching the show, right? It's already been renewed for season two. Is that right? Uh, it's very King, 
Case rested. Yeah, Tony, you might like it. I don't know. It, it's 50-50. You like, you like Adam McKay stuff sometimes, but you're not a huge sports uh, of history aficionado, so you might like it, you might not. Yeah, but so I watched um, uh, The Last Dance. And you like that? Uh, so the, the answer is yes, because while I was, you know, alive for, for all of this, I wasn't paying that much attention. There's no way I was paying that much attention to basketball at, at the time. I pay much more attention now, actually, um, it, which, which is strange because I, I was never a big sports guy growing up. So there were a lot, there was a lot of unique backstory stuff that I missed that I thought was really, really interesting. Like, I knew about uh, Dennis Rodman's, you know, I need some time off, and he went on a bender in Vegas, right? But I didn't know to the extent to which it was a bender in Vegas and the amount of time and everything else, right? I just didn't, I didn't have that connection. When I learned that Jordan had final cut over the series, meaning that Michael Jordan could have eliminated anything he wanted to, if he thought it was unflattering. At that moment, I got turned off. And then when every story was, oh, uh, Mike got upset by somebody, and that's it. He went off for 82 points. Dude, it's, it, it, I, I get it. There's a formula. Mike Jordan has a chip on his shoulder, and then he took it out on you, and he could, which is rare because not everybody can. They may want to, but they don't have the ability to. That, that got a little bit old for me. But for the historical stuff, I'll tell you what, what I think was one of the, uh, the, mo- the, the most profound moments on that show. Had nothing to do with Michael Jordan. Had nothing to do with the Chicago Bulls. Had to do with Carl Malone. Carl Malone, Utah Jazz, they get beat 4-2. to two. Carl Malone does not have a ring on his finger. Like Sir Charles does not have a ring on his finger. Great players. Great stories. No ring on the finger. Carl Malone gets beat. This was his year. This was the team. They get beat 4-2. He walks himself after the game onto the Chicago Bulls bus where Jordan's in the back with a couple other players holding on to the trophy and shakes his hand and says, congratulations, great game. Might have been the only good thing Carl Malone did in his life. Wow! Google Carl Malone and you'll know what I'm. People who know what no, I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. Don't make me do it. Your it your your perception of him will be ruined. No, He's don't say that. One of the most despicable people off the court. No, ever. no. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Oh, I feel oogie. It's bad. Oh, some stuff, I saw yeah. that. I'm like, dude, that's a that's not easy to do. I don't think Jordan would ever do that. That's a man. Yeah, he. Uh, All right, he did some bad things. All right, look. So, so I went to Google, and it says Carmel on stats, career points, net worth, wife, daughter, kids. All right, all right. I'm just. I'll just. I'll, I'll just hit enter. Hold on. Does it say anything about him and a 15 year old? What? Does it say anything about him trying to sleep with his teammates' wives? Uh, there is a story here, allegedly, that he impregnated a 13 year old. Is this? This it, isn't real. It's real. No. It's real. Oh, God. You know what, Ari? I'm starting to think that maybe we should rehearse. I, you know, I, I didn't expect a Carl Malone reference. and I, wasn't I, expecting I wasn't expecting to go in this direction either, but I saw that in this series. And I'm like, dude, 
That, I mean, you take a look at all the fights that go on in, 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 in sports these days. People who don't shake hands. When Duke lost and they just walked off the court uh, just a couple months ago, like, what are you doing just walking off the court? Shake people's hands. Shake hands. Handle your loss. Sometimes you lose. Handle your blanking business. And I saw that. I'm like, that's, that's something else. And now look at you. Now you're just like, oh, by the way, that guy. Oh, man. Oh, there's stuff. Yeah, he's kind of in a dirt bag. Allegations of harassment, allegations of rape. Oh, oh that's ugly. Whoo. All right. You're, you know what? You may have it. That may just be his one moment. That may just be his one moment. All right. So so I, 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 I had no other moments from, from that. It's just that went from, from that show, uh, Last Dance. I thought it was entertaining as all get out. But that wasn't fictionalized as opposed to uh, Winning Time is. Um, and I'm, if Jerry West is suing you, I mean, maybe people, maybe people don't care. Maybe the NBA comes out and has a word about this. It's about them too. What they allowed and what they didn't. And what special things were allowed for that team. That's always the stuff, right? What special deals did the Lakers get in the 80s? What special deals uh, did, the, did the Bulls get in the 90s? It's always a question. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. the U.S. maintain the level and pace of its military support for Ukraine? I, well, we have the capacity to do this for a, a long time. Um, the question is, uh, are we going to continue to maintain the support of the international community and keep the pressure on Putin to prevent him from overrunning the country, number one? And number two, make sure we continue to maintain the economic sanctions, which over time, and we're beginning to see it, are devastating their economy and their ability to move forward. So the most important thing right now is maintain the unity. So far, so good. Thank you very much. So that was uh, Joe Biden earlier today talking about what's going on in Ukraine, uh, pledging more money uh, to Ukraine. I really don't have an issue with this. That was actually the most cogent I had seen Joe Biden in a while. He only screwed it up towards the end there, and I'll share with you why in, 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 in a moment. But he is not wrong to say, as long as NATO remains NATO, and as long as we remain committed to helping Ukraine... The Russians, the Russians have to fold. I think that is the proper take, or at least the, the resentment against Russia will build. I think that is the right take. And what we have seen from Europe and these NATO allies is that they have come to the conclusion that they actually have to do for themselves. This is actually a plus. When you see, however, that Sweden and Finland want to join NATO now, that's when you realize that everybody that's around Russia has realized that Putin's crazy. 
dangerous and vicious and yes as i have been describing uh a and and we heard it from major mike lyons on the show yesterday vassal state for china an empty shell after this and this economic disaster that has uh that putin has put upon his country and he'll need uh some propping up and that's going to come from china china will own will own russia but it was this that was such nonsense from overrunning the country, number one. And number two, make sure we continue to maintain the economic sanctions, which over time, and we're beginning to see it, are devastating their economy and their... It was the Biden administration that said, we know we never expected sanctions to deter. But now the sanctions are working. They keep... They can't engage one consistent message. More tomorrow, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. Take care.